Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie and I hope this is louder because I want to say hello to Kaylin who told me in real life that the podcast was too quiet and uh, he's right. It sounds fine when I test it in my car and in my headphones, so I apologize, but I just turned everything up. So hopefully you're not hearing all of my breathing and mouth sounds, uh, but you're hearing me better. So let's let's hope. Fingers crossed. Uh, as many of you know, as many of you know, I had a really long week last week, had training, and I worked all the way up until Sunday morning. Uh, I had Sunday off, uh, which I spent with my kids, and then today I spent all day prepping for this podcast, and I hope it shows, because it. Uh, I got a lot of stuff. Uh, went through a lot of articles today, because I uh, missed Friday, so I want to make it good. We also have a lot of new listeners, so I'd like to... Welcome all of the new listeners. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading and subscribing. I really appreciate that. Let's say ha. Uh, pull up the old iPad. Because I have notes. I just need to find them. Okay, so for the next couple of weeks, uh, the episodes will probably be shorter. I've said this, but really when it all comes down to it, uh, they're usually as long as they normally are, <laughs> so I haven't made anything shorter. Um, in the things I like category, which I usually do in the beginning of the show, I don't really have anything because I spent my whole week either with my nose in a computer or at work, so I don't really have anything other than to say, um, go watch Path. I don't. I know that I mentioned that at some point, but go watch it. It's really good. I got somebody else hooked on it. Uh, James from Canada, I want to thank you because you're my first Patreon supporter. Really appreciate that. I just got the stickers in today. So um, with any luck tomorrow, I'll be mailing off your sticker. I'm not really happy with how they turned out, but I ordered 100 of them because I'm dumb. So I have 100 stickers that I'm not super happy with, but whatever. I mean... Hopefully you'll enjoy it, and when I get better ones, I'll resend them out if you're still a subscriber. I just got to get through those 100. Uh, let's see. We talked about the shorter episodes, talked about Patreon. If you want to support me on Patreon, you go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt, 
and take a look at the things that we have up there. Uh, we need nine more subscribers, or we need nine more Patreons. Patrons? We need nine more patrons. And then I'm going to give away a uh, Tesla supercharger iPhone or Android charger. It's just like a little mini charger that sits on your desk. You plug it into your iPhone or your Android. Um, yeah, I'm going to give one of those away. They cost about 45 bucks. So we just need nine more people, and we're on our way. Let's see here. <laughs> According to Bloomberg's, Bloomberg's Model 3 tracker, there's been a total of 8,954 Model 3s produced, and uh, right now they're down. They were at 936 a week back in mid-February, and now they're at 599 a week. So I wonder what the slowdown's all about. Again, this is all um, guessing on Bloomberg's part, but educated guesses. I've got a few videos that I'll put in the show notes. One is Ben Sullins from uh, Teslanomics. He's talking about his Model 3 issues and how Tesla has handled those. Oh, geez, I'm sorry. Unprofessional. Show's not over yet. Uh, the next one is Jaguar I-Pace Reveal. Uh, I put that in the show notes. Listen, this is an hour long of uh, Jaguar making really dumb jokes. And uh, it's very cringy. And it's difficult to watch it. Uh, a lot of points. They kind of probably knocked a lot of this nonsense off and had it done in about 30 minutes. Uh, I, Justine is in it and she's just reading tweets off an iPad and they probably could have used her better because I, I love I Justine. She's great, but uh, they didn't really use her in a very good role, but I'm sure she got paid really well for it. So good for her. I'd like to be, get paid really well to have, uh, to just go out and talk about Jaguar. Um, at one point they do a little contest. Uh, they race an I-Pace against the Model X uh, first they started with a 75D and then they went to, um, the 90, but suspiciously they didn't do a performance. Um, it was the I-Pace versus the Model X, the I-Pace won each time. Uh, but it was like, you had to get to 60 miles an hour and then stop in the car that stopped in the least amount of distance, got to 60 and then stopped in the least amount of distance. That was the win. It was a very weird thing i don't it's a very weird contest i've seen a lot of uh people comparing the i-pace to the model 3 which i don't quite understand because the i-pace is at least an eighty thousand dollar vehicle and uh, the model 3 is not so i don't know why they're comparing them um let's see there's another video with a model 3 um comparing to a model s and it's actually very educational i highly check that suggest checking that out and there are two videos uh, where a guy just kind of stripped down a Model 3 and he gets underneath the car, he pulls the frunk out, and he just kind of goes over the inner workings of the Model 3. And it's actually really interesting, so I highly suggest checking that out. All those videos will be in the show notes, just in case you would like to learn more. But, man, that was a lot of video watching, and I'm not going to lie. That iPace thing was about an hour of my life. <clears throat> Get a drink of coffee here. Oh, that's hot. That's really hot. I wasn't expecting it to be so hot. 
So this next uh, first story is from Fred Lambert from Electric. Elon Musk promised something special for day one. Um, people who reserved the Model 3 day one and waited in line. Now we know what that something special is. It's a miniature diecast version of the car. The diecast uh, Model 3 will be customized to look like the owner's Model 3, which is super cool. But that's basically just wheels and a color because <laughs> there's not a lot of options for the Model 3 right now. Um, Tesla sells a diecast version of the Model S P100D for $210. I have no idea why anybody would buy that. But um, based on that, um, the financial value of the diecast Model 3 would probably be somewhere, I don't know, um, $10 million mark, $5 million mark uh, that Tesla would have to pay out to get all these Model 3s to everybody. But it's certainly not a Hot Wheels or... Uh, What's the other company that does little cars? Hmm. Holy cow, I can't remember. Anyway, it's not a little cheap car. This is a quality uh, toy, I guess. Uh, next story comes also from Fred Lambert. Tesla Model 3, uh, they entered, or excuse me, <laughs> when Tesla entered the Chinese market in 2014, they kind of had a rough start and... In 2016, they got a little bit better. They made a billion dollars. And in 2017, uh, they've done really well. They've currently made over $2 billion, uh, which is about 20,000-ish vehicles sold in China. That's pretty decent. Uh, it turns out China really likes the Model X. Now, in the United States, where I live, um, in Phoenix, the Model S, I see those all the time. And it's rare to see a Model X. And I saw one today. I saw a Model X today on the freeway. But that's, that was a rare sighting. Uh, this charging uh, infrastructure in China is growing with the sales of the Model 3. China actually has three of the world's largest superchargers just in one country. Three of them. Uh, right now, China has 1,000 superchargers and 2,000 destination chargers. Um, if you don't know, the destination chargers just slow charge at a slower rate. In a country as big as China, those numbers, they seem small, but they're not insignificant. So, um, I don't know. As a consumer, I'd like to see Tesla succeed. And in China, that's a very good way for them to make enough money to continue um, keeping the doors open. Okay, keeping going. This is from Tesla Roddy. It's Simon Alvarez. And if I'm going through these really fast, I'm sorry, but I have still got a lot to do tonight. It's 9.23 and we have a lot of stories. A man wielding a hatchet was arrested in Santa Barbara after striking uh, an electric vehicle. Police were called for a man attacking a Tesla that was just driving by. Um, the unnamed man uh, proclaimed to the cops that he hated Teslas for some reason uh, he was arrested for being un being under the influence. Uh, excuse me. He was arrested for sus suspicion. I'm stuttering, of being under the influence of drugs, and they separated him from his hatchet. There were no injuries to the person or the car. Um, apparently, the metal part of the hatchet didn't actually end up hitting the car. Um, a few a few weeks ago, we talked about a guy in Amsterdam that was setting Tesla's parked Tesla's on fire. So 
I'm not really sure where this irrational hatred and aggressiveness towards Tesla comes from. I can completely understand if you don't like the company, that's fine. Uh, I just don't understand destroying the vehicle. But, you know, I'm pretty sure we're dealing with people who don't make rational decisions on a daily basis. Next story is also from Tesla Roddy, Simon Alvarez. That kid is really knocking it out of the park. Uh, Consumer Reports 2018 brand report card is out, and Tesla is ranked number eight. Uh, It was the only U.S. automaker to make the top ten. Rank was influenced by the stellar scores of the Model S for its reliability, owner satisfaction, and road performance. So congratulations to Tesla. This next one, Green Car Reports, John Volkler. Tesla expects to hit its 200,000 vehicles sold this year. Um, at 2001, what's going to happen? Car number 2001, are they not going to qualify for the $7,500 EV credit in the United States? Uh, no, they will, but under certain circumstances. There is a scenario where Tesla sells its 200,000th car after July 1st. That tax credit of $7,500 continues until the end of 2018. Then the first two quarters, uh, excuse me, the first, I think it's quarters. The first, I wrote months, but I think it's quarters. The first two quarters of 2019, the tax credits roughly broke, you know, halved at 3750 and then for the next two quarters, taking us into the 2020, it's 1875. So you'll still get a small tax credit after the 200,000, 200,001 car. I'm really having a difficult time. I think I'm, I think I'm tired. I think I'm more tired than I thought I was. Anyway, but if you buy a car in 2020, you'll get nothing. And likely that's when I'll buy my car in 2020 and I will get nothing so buy early and buy often friends buy early and buy often this next story is from autoblog which i'm really beginning to enjoy that website john belts snyder has information on the hyundai kona electric crossover and it was just announced or revealed in the geneva at the geneva motor show which right now i'm sure geneva is under a ton of snow is it the best place to have a motor show under a ton of snow? I don't know. I would like to go to Geneva. But here's how the car specs break down. The long-range long range version is 292 miles, which is 469 kilometers to my friends that uh, don't celebrate freedom units. It's got a 64-kilowatt-hour lithium-ion polymer battery, which is unusual. Most cars don't have polymer batteries. 150 kilowatt electric motor that will produce 201 horsepower. Um, The shorter range car will have a 39 kilowatt hour battery, uh, 186 miles or 300 kilometers. It's it's not too bad. I mean, that's pretty good, Um, especially when you consider the model, um, the model three has currently in its long range battle by uh, long range battery is 75 kilowatts and it's 310 so that's these numbers are, are very respectable anyway um 99 kilowatt hour motor for which is 133 33 horsepower for this the more base version 
The exterior of this car looks nice. I'm not a fan of Hyundai uh, just in general, but uh, the, inst- the interior and the exterior look really nice. They kind of have this weird display. up. It looks maybe like a 7-inch display kind of poking up from the dashboard. I'm not sure I like that, but overall, this is a really compelling car. It, it's going to uh, feature driver assist in it's a wide range. Like um, if you're coming up on somebody too fast, it'll warn you. If you're trying to change lanes and there's somebody there to warn you and stuff like that. It has Apple CarPlay on Android Auto, wireless phone charging. And here's its most compelling feature. It starts at $19,000. So fully decked out, you might be into one of these cars for about twenty-eight or thirty thousand dollars. That's actually really good for an electric vehicle, especially um, when we're waiting for like the Model Three, all of Volkswagen's efforts. Um, this is actually a really compelling uh, car. I don't know if I would buy one, but I would definitely consider it. I'd look at one if when I'm in the market. Um. Except for this isn't a show that where we talk about the Kona electric crossover. So it would kind of be, make more sense if I bought a Tesla. But, you know, maybe we, we, we change it to the Kona electric show. My kids have a stuffed animal named Kona Banana. Anyway, moving on. Drink a coffee here. It's a turtle, Kona Banana. We bought it in Kona. My son hates the name. I named it to irritate him. Next story, uh, Fred Lambert, because I like irritating five-year-olds. Actually, it was three at the time. Fred Lambert announced the ID, excuse me, (laughs) next story by Fred Lambert from Electric. VW announced the ID Vision at the Geneva Auto Show. It features a 111-kilowatt-hour battery which is huge self-driving technology which they didn't go into dual motor which is awesome 225 kilowatt uh that doesn't say if that's one motor or both together i'm going to assume that's both together 413 miles of range which is 665 kilometers um fully autonomous by 2030 and the car will be out in 2020 so i say let's get to 2020 and see if the car actually comes out. As many of you know, I'm a huge Volkswagen fan, and I would buy a new Volkswagen in a heartbeat if it was electric. Anything that Volkswagen puts out that has an idea in front of it is a fully electric vehicle. Um, I think they're more realistic on the fully autonomous by 2030, Um, so I applaud them for putting that in there. Um, Their concept car has no steering wheel, and you can turn the, the seats so the front seats face the back seats if you want. Um, and it shows this display that just kind of floats in the air. So you know it's the future because the display floats in the air. Uh, but it's a good-looking car. It kind of looks like the um, – it's not the Passat. What's the car after the Passat? And i got to look it up. Hold on. VW. Cars. And. Oh, this is, I'm sure, very boring. But I want to know. What is the car called? Oh, maybe they don't do it anymore. Huh. Oh, well, they don't sell that car anymore. 
the one that I was thinking of. It was after the Passat. Oh, well, moving on. Um, let's talk about Tesla semis. This next story also comes from Fred Lambert uh, at Electric. DHL, the huge logistics shipping company, they think that the Tesla Semi is going to save them tens of thousands of dollars a year. Now, keep in mind, they've only ordered a few of these. They haven't ordered a lot, but they have ordered. They have put in their pre-order for the Tesla Semi. Um, but they think it's going to save them tens of thousands of dollars a year. Um, they estimate that the savings and maintenance costs will pay back the full cost of the vehicle in 18 months. Tesla thinks that the savings will pay it back in two years, but uh, DHL has a little more favorable um, thought. I mean, they know. They they know how much they spend on maintenance. And the drivetrain on the Tesla Semi is very simple. So, of course, it's going to uh, cost much less in maintenance. But let's pretend, because the Tesla Semi starts at $150,000, let's pretend that DHL bought just the base model, nothing else. Uh, They will save $8,033 a month per vehicle to get to pay off the vehicle in 18 months. Not too bad. Um, You times that, I think they ordered like 50 or something like that. You times it by 50, it's, it's a pretty significant number. Uh, they're not changing over their entire fleet, however, because they still have concerns on the charging infrastructure, which I would also have concerns because the Tesla Semi can only be charged by their big mega charger, which I think I think that's what it's called. Anyway, a few weeks ago, though, we talked about Nikola Motor Company, which they're building a factory not nearby my house, but close. Um, and their, their semi runs off of hydrogen. And I talked about, uh, that I talked about how fueling infrastructure is going to be a big stumbling block for them, but I did some more research and I was at the same time surprised and confused. So here's why I was surprised and confused. Uh, if you go to their website, Nikola Motors website, motor website, you see that there's all of these uh, stations, 328 uh, filling stations for hydrogen. I was like, oh, well, that's not as bad as I thought it was. That's actually a pretty good start. Um, it's not clear how many of these are uh, Nikola stations or how many of them are planned in the future or how, how many of them are third-party stations. So we don't know. But <laughs> when I went to the, uni- uh, the U.S. Department of Energy's website, They only report 40 public hydrogen fueling stations in the United States. So obviously the real number is somewhere in between. But, and you know, you can't trust in today's day and age. Uh, You have to be careful because getting information from the United States government is kind of like getting information from Wikipedia. It's probably true, but check your sources. So I wasn't able to find any other information on how many hydrogen fueling stations were in the United States. So I guess what this comes down to is I just rambled for nothing. Uh, Nikola Motor, for their Tesla, Tesla, for their semi, they have a really good chance of of succeeding if there is really 328 
hydrogen fueling stations in the U.S. If there's not, it's going to be, like I said, big struggle. So let's talk about Tesla Semi again. Uh, Elon Musk is optimistic, optimistic that Tesla can beat the Tesla Semi specs announced at the Tesla event last year, where they announced the Tesla uh, Semi and the Roadster. Uh, many people have doubted that even the base specs that they announced were even possible. Last week, Daimler's head of trucks said that the Tesla Semi uh, truck defies the laws of physics and is passing them by if uh, they are true. And actually, this that's just kind of a paraphrase. This is what he really said. If Tesla really delivers on this promise, we obviously will obvious, we'll obviously buy two trucks, one to take apart and one to test, because if that happens, something has passed us by. But for now, the same laws of physics apply in Germany and in California, which I thought was a funny statement. But uh, Elon took to Twitter, like he does, and he says, I'm feeling optimistic about beating the semi-specs announced at the unveiling for the same price. Ah, Elon, the Tesla semi will be something really special, which I believe that it will be something really special. And I I, I love that he hypes it up, but I'm, I hope that it doesn't fall flat because I really want a Model Y. And if uh, the model, the semi falls flat, there's a good chance there's no Model Y or anything else for that matter. Uh, let's see here. Here's the current specs on the semi. Uh, zero to 60 with an 80,000 pound load in 20 seconds. Um, speed up a 5% grade is 60 miles an hour, also carrying an 80,000 pound load. The range, uh, if you get the base model, it's 300. The more upgraded model is 500. The powertrain is four independent motors on the rear axles. Um, and from what I understand, those are Model 3 motors. Uh, it'll consume less than two kilowatt hours per mile. And Tesla's guaranteeing the price at the, at the mega chargers. And the expected price of the 300-mile range will be $150,000 in the five. 100 mile range will be $180,000. Um, but like I said, Elon has a habit of making these proclamations um, and not so much falling short, but he adds complexity to the project. So uh, we'll just call it hubris. Hubris. Um, next one is Fred Lambert. Uh, some people on Twitter, which I think that's funny, some people on Twitter were discussing San Francisco's proposed six mile BART tunnel. Uh, this tunnel has an estimated budget of 12 to $15 million, and it's going to take 12 years to complete. Uh, so it'll be done in 2030. Uh, Paul Rand, he's Pewer42, eh, asked uh, Elon, how much uh, would the boring company charge for a similar project? And Elon said, probably about tenth, a tenth of the cost and a fifth of the time. So that would be $1.2 billion, and it would be done in two and a half years. I don't know if this is complete baloney. I have no idea. But uh, let's just go back to uh, hubris, right? Now, why? Where's my notes? Everything. Is that done? Are we done? I thought there was more stories. 26 minutes, not too bad. Let me check my computer, because uh, 
I really thought I had more stories than that. It feels like I did. I worked on this for like five hours today for 26 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that, and then, and that's it. Ah, uh, well, I feel left out, not left out, let down. So I hope you don't feel let down. Uh, and 26 minutes, not too bad. We did a lot of articles, a lot of stories. Let's close that. So let's go back to go back to the end of the show. Got to get my show crap in order here. I have a habit. I have my end show notes in a different program than the regular show notes. All right. So if you would like to email me, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. I often get, uh, I don't know, about three or four times a week, I get a really nice email from somebody uh, just kind of either correcting me on something or saying something really nice. So I appreciate that. You can say something mean too. It won't bother me. You can go to Twitter at 918digital and follow me on Twitter. If you want to call and leave a message and be on the show, it's 918-401-0071. Be the first to do that. Nobody's done that yet. I have a website that uh, is kind of languishing because I'm working on a a way to make it better. But if you want to go look, it's kilowatt.bz. It's K-I-L-O-W-A-T-T dot boy Z. Uh, leave a review because it really helps this podcast if you can leave a review on iTunes. Um, on the automotive section of iTunes, I'm always hovering. Sometimes at the beginning, when I release, first released this podcast, uh, each episode, I go up very close to the top. And then as the week goes on, I kind of fall. But I'm actually listed in the automotive section, so I'm really happy about that. I can't complain one little bit. But if you want to support the show and you don't want to be a Patreon supporter, uh, leave a a um, review if you haven't already. That really helps. And then everything else, you can just check like for the iMessage stickers and things like that. Just check it in the show notes. Um, I won't plug too much stuff today. But yeah, so there'll be a regular show on Friday. And uh, thanks for listening. And again, I, I never know how to say goodbye. Uh, All right. Take care. I'll see you in four days. Thanks for listening and have a great week.